0: Welcome to this special, the World Hospice and Palliative Care Day is the 9th of October. And we have an eminent panel here with us today to discuss various aspects of palliative care. I'd like to start with Avni Bhatia, who is a consultant counsellor working with Romila Palliative Care, a program of Sneha, and she's been with the organization for around four years. She's a psychotherapist and counsellor in the field of mental health care for more than 12 years. Hi, how are you? Good to see you and I hope uh, your family and you are healthy and you've got both your vaccines.
1: Thank you very much, uh, Rishi. Yes, indeed, uh, everyone has taken the vaccines and we all are fine. Thank you so much.
0: The significance of World Hospice and Palliative Care Day. I'd like you to explain that before we start talking to our patients and caregivers.
1: Uh, Yes, thank you, uh, Rishi, for asking this. Uh, As you know, Uh, Palliative care is a specialized medical care uh, approach for people living with life-limiting ailments and this type of care is focused on providing symptom and stress management which are reduced because of the illness. The goal is to improve the quality of life of both the patients as well as the family members and we celebrate World Hospice and Palliative Care Day uh, on second second Saturday in the month of October every year to uh, spread awareness and to create an access uh, from each and every strata of the society. Uh, uh, This year, the slogan is, leave no one behind and equity in access to palliative care. So to ensure that everyone has an access to palliative care, no matter where they live, who they are, what is their age and what is the background. I would like to share a research that has been done uh, worldwide. Almost 57 million people needs palliative care every year. 25 million people are towards end of life every year and it is so disheartening to know that 18 million people worldwide every year die in pain. Uh, uh, I would like to relate this to movies. See when you watch a movie, uh, a, a very interesting movie, but if the end is not very good, or it's, it's just wrapped up like that, uh, we would always uh, give a feedback that, you know, movie was interesting, but the end was not uh, so good. So that's how we uh, relate to the life. And I feel if, if, if the end of the life or the death is not peaceful, or if it is painful, I mean, the, the whole essence of life is uh, gone. So I think peaceful death is the essence of life.
0: Thanks for that, Avni. I now introduce you to a patient from Care, a home-based palliative care facility that was set up in 2015 in Mumbai. Tanas Burdi is uh, 67. She's been a lung cancer patient since 2011, has had two bouts of remission. And a couple of years ago in 2020, the cancer had spread to other parts of her body, including the brain, liver, and skeleton bones. Uh, Dr. Zari Rudwadia, the famous uh, doctor, Referred Tanaz to pall care, and um, uh, there's a few questions that I'd like uh, Tanaz to answer. Hi, Tanaz, how are you? Hello. All well.
2: All well, just now. Excellent. Thanks to pall okay. care, in a way.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. How has palliative care helped you through your illness, Tanaz? Uh, uh, has when it made the a difference?
2: Uh, has it has it made a
0: difference? My, my uh, the corollary to that question. Is. When the, uh,
2: Tanaz, one Tanaz
0: one moment. Tanaz, one moment. How has palliative care helped you through your illness? Has it made a difference to the quality of your life? And if so, in what ways?
2: Okay, so the first five years were completely free of any problems because they removed the breast and that was it. And I thought all was well. After five years, the, uh, the thing metastasized first into the lungs and then into other parts of the body. Uh, that's when things began to go wrong. Uh, I've taken five different types of chemo uh, over these five years once it metastatized. And initially, it, there was a lot of problems. Uh, I went into a, yes. a, a sepsis and I lost cont- uh, memory, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Finally, when I came home also, uh, I was still not well. And that's when that like, came in. And they've stopped a lot of the unnecessary treatments and concentrated on just getting me well. So at present, I'm on very minimal treatment, but I feel so much better and so much uh, able to function.
0: I'd like to add that uh, Tanaz actually lived with her 98-year-old mother, 94-year-old bachelor uncle. Uh, and you know they were caregivers for years but now the logical question Thanaz is would you recommend palliative care to other patients including those well, with I conditions have, other other than cancer
2: i already have uh, one uh, two of my uh, my uh, sister-in-law's two um uh, can- they were not cancer patients but people with other problems and uh, they have uh, benefited also from PalCare. The important thing is that it supports you. It whenever supports you, you whenever you want and helps you get through that uh, episode. episode.
0: Wonderful, Tanasberdi. Thank you very, very much for being with us. Uh, thanks for your time and all the best to PalCare as well as you. Cheers. Thank you. We now move on to a caregiver. Hethi Parik is the granddaughter of a patient, Mrs. Bengali. Now, um, she's also a young person who's involved in, in caregiving. And I think that is really a big message to the young generation. Uh, unfortunately, her grandfather, Mr. Ravindra Bengali, passed away from Hodgkin's lymphoma. And he was referred to palliative care by word of mouth. And uh, now she's looking after her grandmother, who has cerebral trophy with cerebral atrophy with uh, the uh, some other complications hi how are you i hope all is well and uh, you've got your vaccines
3: hi uh, yes i'm all fine thank you for the brief introduction uh, yes i'm quite done with my vaccines at least done with one dose
0: happy happy how are you equipped to take care of your grandmother in a better way after you came in touch with rumila palliative care um what were your feelings
3: um Mixed feelings, <laughs> a lot of mixed feelings. Uh, my grandmother uh, has a cerebral atrophy. Uh, basically, this is, uh, to be more precise, this is a condition where there is a loss of uh, brain cells. And uh, loss of brain cells may happen uh, either to entire brain or a part of the brain. So the symptoms of uh, it can be double vision or blurred vision or dizziness or uh, sometimes maybe loss of memory as well. So, after we got her registered uh, with Romila Palliative Care, her symptoms were very well managed by them. And uh, we got very proper and sincere guidance by the medical team as to how, what tests to be done and where to go, what, what needs to be done next. Uh, we felt very much secured uh, that the team uh, like this, you know, it is like a rock to, uh, on which we relied on. Um, Yes, during this uh, pandemic situation, the situation was very tough and critical for us as my grandfather was very critical and was counting his last breath. Um, On the other hand, my grandmother, she also witnessed uh, the same symptoms again so we were highly anxious and confused about what needs to be done and how it needs to be managed during these critical situations uh, during this uh, hard time uh, the palliative care ramila palliative care you know she uh, they helped us a lot uh you know what needs to be done the doctors on phone and um, later the home visits as and when it was possible uh, my grandmother and my mother they got very much, you know, good phys- psychological support from the counselor to accept them how it was and to reconcile with the situation. Uh, we not only asked for the forgiveness and shared all our emotions uh, with my grandfather, but we also allowed him and helped relive his soul uh, peacefully.
0: Would you Would you now say, three, that you're able to be a better caregiver because of Romila Palliative Care?
3: Yes, of course. Um, It is a very challenging time for all of us. It was uh, getting very difficult to accept those new changes. Uh, But coming from such tough time, my family, uh, you know, family members always played a crucial role. But apart from that, the Romila Palliative Care was in very much constant connection with us and they made sure that you know they can overcome through such tough time with us uh with their support we were able to do our best for my grandfather and now we are doing best for my grandmother
0: wonderful hedri thank you so much for your time have a wonderful day ahead and thank you for speaking to us bye-bye
3: thank you so much bye take care
0: and please now to welcome another caregiver and this is from oncare Let me just give a brief introduction. Mrs. Firoze Godridge, wife of Mr. Godridge, an oral cancer patient. He was diagnosed at an advanced stage in 2017, and uh, the NK Dabar Foundation referred them to OnCare. They attended daycare services at OnCare for more than a year and a half. In 2019, his condition worsened, so he started getting home care, and then fortunately, he passed away in May of 2019. Um, Hi, Mrs. Godridge. how are you? Good to see fine, you. I hope all is well.
4: Fine, thank you.
0: <clears throat> when were you referred to palliative care services and what was your reaction at the time, do you remember?
4: Well, um, I had heard about palliative care earlier, and uh, but I, I had never seen one, what it would be like. We were, uh, my husband was detected cancer, uh, and soon after that we, when we were under the treatment with Dr. Mamandabhar, he told us you should go to this OnCare Foundation, meet Dr. Kushid Mistry, and see if you like it. I told my husband, let's try it out. So we went there, we met Dr. mystery at the NK Dabar Care Foundation, which is called On Care Foundation, of course. And he was not able to digest that he had cancer. But I insisted to meet Dr. Burman and Dr. Kushin Mistry. And then as as we were as we started going there, at, uh, you know his life started changing. He started acting you know positive taught others to be positive and kept smiling always. We enjoyed each day of it, going to On Foundation. Never missed a day to go there, right from Monday to Friday. Earlier, initially he was angry, thinking it would not help him at all. And a day came that he agreed to go there and see if it helped him out in any, any way. You know, it, it really did, we started going once a week and then it was five days a week. So the frequency increased, life changed completely for him. He was very positive. He liked the team of doctors and the nurses who always helped him out in every manner. You know? There was a counseling session there once a week and he was happy with the doctor. The nutritionist also balanced him with good protein food as to what he should eat and what he had to avoid. But months passed and never a day he missed attending all the classes. Things became difficult day by day, but always showed a smiling face and made us smile too. I got completely involved with him. Requirements of food and exercises, yoga, art classes, singing. You know, everything was there, what we needed for a patient. Meditation was also very important there. There was a physiotherapy room for morning exercises and, and I insisted that he attend the class. He did not crave, he not only craved to go to the on-care but taught other patients to live and laugh with his jokes. Nice. You know, especially to those who gave up to live and be happy. You know, so this was just tried to stay positive and Teach others how to remain positive in
0: life. Lovely. So basically it was a whole um, as it was
4: nearing, you mean? As as it is when Yes.
0: How did you cope? You know, because one is well, um, uh, you know, dealing with taking him to the daycare experience. But then you obviously needed care, compassion and counselling to prepare yourself for the eventuality of death.
4: Yes. And yes, the, as days came closer, um, he was unable to go there also. And uh, like three months before, he was very bad. And uh, I, I didn't want to insist of him going there also. It was not safe to send him alone or even to go with him. But uh, we, yeah, so then later on I spoke to Dr. Kurshin Mistry and she said that my team will come home and comfort him, you know, you don't have to worry. And I was really happy about that. So the team of doctors, nurses, the counsellors, they came home and comforted him. So I got all the help from them. Continuously I got help from them, you know till the last
0: it's what we call the care even, yeah
4: even after he died um, they still are in touch with me every now and then they sms me and ask me how is my health and you know onward so onward that but uh, i was really grateful to oncare ren to kedavar uh, foundation It helped him a lot helped me a lot to decide how to act
0: after his death also. Thank you very, very much, uh, Mrs. Goudrej. Have a wonderful day ahead and thank you for talking to us.
4: Thank you, Bye-bye. Richie. K. Thank you Bye. so much.
0: Thank you for everything. Thank you. Avni, I'd like to continue the conversation with you. Now, I believe uh, Romila Palliative Care is going to be raising awareness by doing a panel discussion and this is on the Omnicurist platform. Just give us some details on that, please.
1: Uh, yes, uh, Rishi, uh, actually Omnicuris is an impact-driven uh, social enterprise uh, that is uh, pioneering in uh, online education or CMEs for the doctors on pan-India level. So, uh, Sneha and uh, Romila Palliative Care is going to conduct a series of uh, panel discussions in uh, this communica- in the, on this platform and thereby creating awareness and uh, contributing to, to the society. Uh, uh, So this uh, panel uh, discussion will also uh, include uh, and resolve the queries from the doctors on Uh, Pan-India-Level. Also, uh, secondly, Romila Palliative Care is uh, 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 one of the 10 partners of the National Helpline, which is is getting launched on 7th of October at 4 p.m. This National Helpline is called uh, Palliative Care. Uh, helpline is called saath okay so saath uh, uh palliative care helpline number is one eight zero zero two zero two double seven double seven. 202 it will be uh, please
0: repeat that number slowly please uh,
1: so uh, national helpline number uh, called saath saath is one eight zero zero two zero two double seven double seven. 202 Monday to Saturday, from 10am to 6pm. Currently, the direct palliative care services will be provided to Mumbai, Delhi, Bangalore, Guwahati, Kerala, Pune. And gradually, we will try and expand uh, the services to uh, other parts of uh, the country.
0: Excellent. Um, You know, as far as the panel discussion that you were talking about, can anybody who's listening to this go on to the Omnicurus platform and, and uh, take part in this panel discussion? And what is the date? Is it the 9th itself that you're doing this?
1: Yeah, it's it's on the 9th.
0: Okay, on that platform. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. What is your big message to anybody who's listening uh, on uh, this very, very key day, uh, World Hospice and Palliative Care Day, considering mm-hmm. all the work that you're doing uh, with Romila Palliative Care as well as Sneha?
1: Uh, So, uh, uh, my uh, key message to the listeners will be that uh, live life to the fullest and uh, the moment you come across any person who is uh, going through a life-limiting ailment, please refer to any palliative care uh, network or any palliative care helpline uh, that is available to you and uh, take the services uh, which are totally free and uh, and uh, yes, contribute to the society.
0: Now, for those of you, now for those of you who don't know, Sneha is the Society for Nutrition Education and Health Action, and under it comes the Romila Palliative Care Center. And um, I'd like you also to give out how people can approach uh, Sneha if they're in a crisis, or approach the Romila Palliative Care if they want to uh, want the services of the Palliative Care Center.
1: Uh, so uh, uh, on a uh, social media page uh, sneha's website is available and on sneha website all the numbers and crisis helpline numbers are also available so once you go on sneha website you can uh, you can also approach all the numbers sneha
0: mumbai.org www.sneha sneha Mumbai. org. so uh, you know You can get all the numbers there. Also, there will be details of Romila Palliative Care. Uh, Excellent. Thank you very, very much for your time. And keep up the great work that you're doing, Avni. You and Sneha and Romila Palliative Care. Cheers.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Rishi. Have a good day. Take care of yourself.
0: Thank you.